Ladies, pack your whole bag. Who'd you call in a hub? Pour up a drink and start. That's a little kinky. Karen. Live on SandLoud.com. Lock it in. Keep it locked right here. your girl Karen L. What's up lovies? So this is officially episode two of our new Patreon premium subscription. If you're new here, I'll just go over it really quickly. Um, Yeah. So Patreon is like the podcasting thing where people can make money, create more relationships, build a community, yada, 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 yada. And so our premium subscription is now on Patreon because I can also add videos and I can add polls and we could just get so much more interactive and do so many more things. Um, so if you are, we're on our Glow FM, you're still getting the same content and you're grandfathered into our Patreon. If not, and you're new to Patreon, what up? Thank you for being here. Um, our Patreon will be running sessions of series that we're talking about. So it'll be a series for a certain period of time and then episodes within that series. And then when the first series is done, it'll be another series and so on and so forth. I decided to do it a little different. Um, just because I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. And that's that. Um, so why did I start with the sex session series? I told y'all this. Um, because my show, my show that's on all major platforms started as a relationship based show. And then we started talking about sex and relationships a lot more than anything else. And then we had like sex therapists come on and doctors come on and, you know, all kinds of people in that field. And as I learned it more about it and I got more involved with all the people who have been on the show, I saw that there was a lot of information and misinformation people didn't have. And also, um, they weren't comfortable in some of the spaces to have those conversations. It was like, we're going to have a Zoom and we're going to talk about sucking dick and we're going to have a Zoom and talk about eating pussy. And it's just dudes were like, I don't want to do that in front of 200 other men. And women are like, I don't want to suck dick in front of, you know, a dildo in, in front of 200 other people. And I have questions and I want to feel confident, but I don't know how to do that in a space um, where I don't feel uncomfortable. And, um, I wanted to create a space that people did feel comfortable that we're having the same conversations that everybody else is having. We're just having them in a way where people are comfortable to have them are empowered to have them and are learning all at the same time without feeling like they're put being in a fishbowl for lack of better term. So that's what this series is going to be about. It's going to be about us talking about so many different aspects of sex and sexuality and our relationships with it outlooks um, and experiences over the course of the series. Um, and every week we'll have a different topic and we'll discuss that topic. And then, um, eventually there'll be polls and there'll be discussion boards and all of those things in Patreon. There'll also be video. I'm trying to set up my, um, my equipment and get another camera. Cause I want to do two cameras, um, where I can do like reviews of the vibrators and reviews of other things that men and women might use in their relationships and in their bedroom again, without feeling like, Oh my God, I don't want nobody to know I'm watching this or why we have to do it in an open forum. This will be private. You watch it when, you know, in your car, when you're sitting in the passenger seat, not when you're driving. Um, 
or while you're on the toilet taking a shit. Either way, it's just allowing you to be more comfortable um, with the content and to kind of be reflective as well. So that is the sex session series. Um, it'll get better as we're going. I'm still new to using Patreon and all of the effects that it has, but weekly this will come out. We'll talk for a little bit. We'll share. And I really just want you to take this as an opportunity to know who you are and reflect and go through this growth process with me because I'm doing it with you. Um, so this week's episode is, um, how do I see myself? And this follows up the episode from last week where we talked about what is your relationship with sex? How did you grow up? What did you think? Because I think that has a lot to do with how we see ourselves now, how we see ourselves day to day. And so in planning for this series and choosing the next episode, it was how do I see myself? Because how we are in our own bodies and how comfortable we are with our own bodies has a lot to do with how we are able to feel intimate with other people. Right? And a lot of times, again, when we're learning this very young in age, we don't really think about it. We don't really understand it. But as we get older, we realize that like those personal hangups that we have with ourselves then have implications in our intimate relationships. And so I wanted to bring that to the forefront as a discussion and something, again, for you to reflect on, because how do you see yourself? Because if you're holding back on yourself, if you're holding back on your beauty, if you're holding back on your own personal sexy, then you're going to hold back in the bedroom, right? If you're not 100% comfortable with yourself, I'm not talking about your partner. This episode is totally on how you feel about yourself. If you are not totally comfortable in the skin that you are in, then guess what, honey? You are not going to want to bear down and be butt-ass naked, not because you're, it's always physical. It could be emotional. It could be something somebody told you when you was a kid and you always just self-conscious about it. It could be your weight, right? As women, we're always, I, I, I own a lingerie line. Trust me. I speak to women all the time. Karen, you don't have my size. Yes, I do. I go up to 2X and 3X. Um, you don't have nothing for the fupa. Yes, I do. I got baby doll dress. So I understand real women, real bodies. I understand that... I'm, 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 y'all, I'm going through it right now. I'm going through it right now. I was in the hospital, as you all know, and on steroids for the last four months. Um, a lot of steroids, 50 milligrams of prednisone a day, and then an IV push once a week of solomedrol because my lungs were so bad. And no, I didn't have COVID. I just had a really fucking bad exacerbation. And I gained, um, right as of right now, about 16 pounds. And I'm very uncomfortable with it. I'm very, very uncomfortable. So much so, I mean, granted, steroid use is a little different from just weight gain or having a baby in that, like, your face is swollen, your stomach is swollen, my ankles, my feet. Like, and so it makes me very self-conscious, you know? And it makes me not feel sexy. I'm going to be very honest with you. And I feel like I'm a sexy person, but it makes me not feel sexy, right? When I'm not at my best self. And I'm like, this is not like me. Like, why my stomach look like this? Why I look like I'm pregnant? And other people are like, you look fine. And I'm like, no, I don't. So are you comfortable with yourself enough to allow yourself 
to be because in order to have like the best sex of your life you have to be comfortable with yourself you have to really be able to mentally and we'll talk about it meditation sex tantric sex um you know being able to manifest during sex like we'll talk about all of the orgasming like you have to mentally be in that space and if you're hung up on something that you're feeling inside emotionally about yourself then it's going to be very hard for you to be present in that space to absorb all of the other energy and things that are happening around you and so that's why I wanted to start off with this because how you feel about yourself has a lot to do with the the sex life that you live you know it, it's almost like a given a person that doesn't feel sexy is going to have less sex Right. A person that does feel sexy is going to have more sex because they're confident. They feel good about it. They want to do it. So it's not just your mental. It's your mental outlook on sex, but it's also your mental outlook on yourself. Right. And a lot of people suppress their sexual appetite because they feel like I don't like they're almost not worthy. And so we really want to have that conversation today and talk about it today on how we can be reflective of that and then begin to do the work individually so that when you come to have sex you're a hundred percent comfortable and happy and feel good and you know all of all of all of that good stuff all of that good stuff because that's what you want that is going to give you the best sex of your life when you are totally committed and mentally in that space to do that and so that's what we want to talk about today we want to talk about like how do you see yourself and why do you see yourself like that? Is it self-imposed? Right? Do you just assume like, yo, I, I gained too much weight. I had a baby. My belly don't look the same. That happens. My breasts don't look the same. That happens. I don't feel, I don't have a big booty like all the chicks on Instagram. Neither do I, y'all. Neither do I. And are those things making you uncomfortable when you're alone with someone or in the bedroom or, or, or in the bedroom with someone? Men, it happens to you guys too. And a lot of women don't know that. They just assume like, well, guys, it's not so bad. It's probably not as bad. They don't they don't have the same things that happen to us, to them, right? The PMS, the, the babies, the things of that nature. But they do deal with taking medication. They do deal with weight gain. They do deal with hormone imbalances. They do deal with injuries. They do deal with a number of things as men that they are conscious about. That can also hold them back from being a erectile dysfunction. Um, that can hold them back from, again, having the best, best sex of their life or being 100% comfortable with themselves. And so we need to be conscious of that when we're with a partner and having sex or, or just being comfortable with someone to have those conversations so that, um, so that they, they, you know, we're... We're a lot where, you know, you're looking at your partner and you want to really be so close to your partner and so comfortable with them, close on or close off, that you can have this discussion, right? And someone can say to you, well, I'm a guy and I suffer from, I think it's called glyce something that makes them maybe have uh, some breast tissue, right? And say, okay, well, if that's what I'm uncomfortable with, that is the area I'm going to pay attention to. That is the area I'm going to kiss. That is the area that I'm going to make this person feel comfortable with because it doesn't bother me, right? If it's somebody that says, okay, I have a, I have a tummy, both a man and a woman, okay, then how can I make you feel better about that? How can I make you feel accepted? How can I make you feel comfortable? 
right? If it's somebody missing a fucking finger, well, should I put it in my mouth? It doesn't bother me. And it sounds like little things, but we have to be that vulnerable if we want to have the best type of relationship with our partner. We really do. We have to actually take those vulnerabilities and say, let me, because sometimes, a lot of times we're vulnerable in a space where the other person doesn't even see it. And I'm going to tell you, if you're in a situation and y'all in a room together and y'all both butt naked, chances are nobody's leaving, right? It's not like you're going to take your clothes off and somebody's going to turn around and be like, yo, they'll leave for, before on something you said before they leave about your body. I'll say that again. A person will walk out the room based on something you said. It could be triggering. It could be hurtful, emotional, whatever. But when you take off your clothes, 90% of the time, we're not leaving. We're about to get butt naked, whatever the case may be. A man's not, or a woman's not going to walk. Because it's almost like we saw you before we went in. So we knew what, unless you take a dick out that shouldn't be there, or a pussy out that shouldn't be there, you know what I mean? And didn't explain that ahead of time. Then 90% of the time, the person's still going to be there with you. And so you might see things in yourself that somebody else doesn't see. And you might want to be vulnerable enough with them to share how you feel so that they can then pay attention to those parts of their bodies. And so what I want you to do is like be reflective of who you are and what you're feeling about yourself. I I have I I used to have a lot of hang-ups about my body. You guys know this. I have three children. I've got two grandchildren now. Shit don't hang the same no more after you have kids. Um so there's that, you know, I've had a C-section. You know, there's a scar across, you know, I got a kangaroo zipper. Um and there's you know, you go through those things in life and you think like, "Oh, nobody's going to want to be with me and you know, this is going to look funny or I need to be self-conscious or whatever the case may be." And the reality is that a person that's going to love you and accept you is going to love you and accept you. There are people with a number of different things, even me on my medication. Somebody that's going to love me and accept me is going to still love me and still accept me regardless. And so, you know, you need to go back and reflect on why you feel that way about your body. What is it? I think you that's one. And where did it come from? I think the second thing is to give yourself grace and say, you know what? I did have two children and I do have stretch marks and that's okay. For the guys, I did gain some weight or I did lift some weights and, and there's stretch marks and that's okay. You know, I got one nut longer than the other. That's okay. Statistically, that happens more often than people think, you know, for men, it happens too. I wasn't circumcised as a kid. Just say that, you know, that's not your choice. Clearly that was what your parents choice. Maybe they chose to do it. Maybe they chose not to do it for whatever reason. You have to live with it. Not, not a choice. It is what it is, but not being self-conscious about it so that you can be your best self so you can live in your best space so you can have the best sex of your life and those are things that you have to be comfortable with about yourself and about your body so that you can um as far as sex and sexuality it's the same thing um if you are transgender if you are in a relationship with a, a, a woman, a woman with a woman or a man with a man, still knowing who you are 110%, being comfortable with who you are 110%, being comfortable with what you like. Cause that's another thing that's for everybody. And we'll talk about that more in another episode, but just to touch on it, being comfortable with what you like, because different relationships 
call for different things, right? And so depending on the type of relationship that you're in and with whom, you may have different needs. And you may need to have those discussions with your partner. You may have had hangups from previous relationships that made you uncomfortable or self-conscious. And you need to be able to work through that or understand it so that you can be your best self in the relationship or the situationship or the um, what entanglement <laughs> that you're in right now. You know, and that's what you want to do. You really want to just live your own truth, live your own honesty, live your own comfort so that you can be great in the bed and in the bedroom and as a person, right? Because the more you, this is what I think. I think the more you absorb who you are and the deeper you sink into your skin, the better you're going to be at just about everything. That's my honest opinion, including sex. And so this isn't just about doing work in the bedroom so we can have better sex in the bedroom. This is about doing the work so I could be a better person in myself, who I am, how I feel, and be confident when I walk out in the world with my, my swag and know my shit. And be like, I am who I am. This is who I am. And I'm 100% comfortable with who I am. And that's okay if you don't like it. And part of that is knowing who the fuck you are, not just sexually and your sexual orientation. Like that's part of it, but all of the parts of knowing who you are. Because when you know who you are well enough and you're confident, then can't really nobody tell you shit. I'm at a place in my life, like I know who I am. I don't let people talk. I don't want to listen to some shit at times, but I'm very understanding. I say, sorry, like I know things about myself to the point where it doesn't shake me when somebody else says something about me. And giving yourself that allowance and giving yourself that grace so that whatever aspect of your life you're in, you can enjoy it 110% as your most authentic self. That is my wish for you. So today's call to action, because you know we always do our call to action, is really be reflective of yourself and your body, your hangups. And then I want whatever those hangups are, you slowly start peeling those band-aids off. And you do a little bit of work every day to get over that fear or that uncomfortable part that you're living with. And you can tell me if you want. You could DM me. You could email me. You could come on a Patreon, make a message board, whatever, and tell me. Or you, it could be something that you commit to yourself and you don't got to tell nobody. And I will be perfectly okay with that. The, the goal is, though, that you do that work and slowly pull back the layers like an onion right? To be your best self and most authentic self, right? And allow somebody to love you even in that vulnerability, no matter what it is, so that you can move forward to the next phase. All right. And that could be the next phase in life for the sake of this show. It will be episode three and then (laughs) session three and the next episode that we're going to work on there. But for this one, you need to start pulling back the layers, wondering where those hangups came from, wondering where those ideals came from and then saying yo fuck it this is who I am and it's not going to take away from my life it's not going to take away from the best sex in my life and I'm going to embrace it and if that means this summer you got to put on a little smaller bathing suit then you do that if that means you got to wear your tank top then you do that if that means you take your shirt off then you do that if that means you know you challenge yourself outside of your usual norm then do that Because ultimately, you want to be your most comfortable. Fuck everybody else. You want to be your most comfortable. So how would you embody your body the best way that you can? 
How would you use your body to reflect who you are the best way you can? I remember walking around after I had my son and my stomach was like really flabby. And I remember sitting on the toilet one day, probably TMI, and grabbing it. And I remember saying to myself, the, the person who I am, the personality that I had in here, and this was before Caranel, before Safe Loud, before that, but I was always me. I remember saying to my mother, like, the body that I'm in right now, the way it looks and feels right now to me, is not the person that I am. And I have to do something about that. I have to make some changes. I have to do something because this body doesn't reflect what's inside. So I, I share that with you so that you can go ahead and start your work and be the best reflection of yourself. Yo. You, 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 you know already who's in this bitch, in this bitch. Live. 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 Live